Welcome. My name is Victoria Heinkman, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Vedic Talks. In this podcast, I will go into exploring all aspects of daily life while looking at them through the Ayurvedic lens. You'll discover how we can use this beautiful ancient wisdom from India to bring balance into our life and how it can heal our body and mind. If you'd like to know more or join one of my workshops or trainings, please visit my website at victoriaheindman.org. One of the things that I love so much about Ayurveda when I first um, started to learn about it was that it spoke about the different um, stages of life. And to me, that was so great to hear about that there's the right time for everything. Um, At that time, I was getting very excited about everything in life, about doing the Pasana meditation, about uh, all kinds of uh, the more more spiritual practices, yogic practices, uh, Ayurvedic practices. And I, the excitement was also making me feel like there wasn't enough time to do everything. Uh, like I had to choose of, of should I go live in an ashram and, and uh, retreat from the world and just devote my life to, to God, to, uh, to this, this bhakti devotion to awakening, or should I uh, become a mother and, uh, and enjoy that part of human existence? And I started feeling a little bit, in a way, a bit stressed of, of having to make a choice. And then, uh, thank God, uh, with Ayurveda, it started explaining about the different stages of life, which right away made me see the light of, oh, I don't have to figure it all out right now. <laughs> so obviously, Vata Dosha was quite high, the, the winds of my mind. And that right away brought a sense of calmness. And so with these stages of life, of, of being right the, the child for the first few years, and from the child, we, we roll into becoming a student, uh, trying to figure out what we want to do with our life, where we want to go, which way we want to move. Do we agree with how our parents taught us about life? And we start going into this exploration and then possibly we become more of a householder where we become a mother or a father or, uh, in, in our, our thirties, we, we are maintaining a home, a householder and how after that we start to shift into um, more of a deeper, more quiet space within ourselves. So somebody had asked me, uh, requested about about lifestyle and, and yogic uh, tips for uh, older age, meaning age, say, 65 and up. And it's such a great question because we are not who we were yesterday. We're not who we were five years ago, 10 years ago. So to really honor that and, and, uh, move to the groove of, of your age. So even though thanks to Ayurveda, we can age more gracefully in the sense of that our body can function without aches and pains a lot more than if we don't apply some of these Ayurvedic principles, but still the body which is bound to time, the physical body, uh, it will start to um, dry out as as we start to get older. 
Um, and one of the beautiful things that I learned from uh, Claudia Welch, she was uh, my teacher the first few months at the Ayurvedic Institute, a wonderful teacher. She spoke about how when we start uh, aging, that um, naturally, and especially for women, that we start losing bone density, that our 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 skeletal system starts to lighten up. So when you look at this more through uh, a wider lens, rather than only the scientific fact of that your bone density becomes lighter, so therefore you're more at risk of having uh, uh, breaking a bone, or you're, that's why so often with older age there's hip hip problems and knee problems. But when we start seeing, actually the beauty in this is that we're starting to lighten up Right? So the first few stages of life, we're fully stepping into this world. We're fully being participating in community, in social life, in family life, in very engaged in uh, the, the arta, in our, our work and, and um, these more physical pleasures of life. But then as we get older and we've be- become perhaps we've become a parent um We've taken care of our children and then they're old enough to take care of themselves. And we can start then, in a way, retreating. So our, as our physical body starts to lighten up, as our bone density, and the bone density is also very beautifully connected to our, our karmas. It's like the physical storage space for the, the karmas from that we've created in this lifetime and also from past lifetime. So as we start to lighten up in our bone density, we are starting to release um, our attachment to the world, the, the karmic play. Um, and we can start naturally, we want to start retreating more. Naturally, we want to start going more inward, connecting with, with God, with the divine, allowing our mind to go more to these um, reading any form of, of spiritual texts and simply being more in nature and more with ourselves. So it's such a, a beautiful thing that we come out of universal womb into earth plane, then we are here to play, we're here to be part of this 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 lila, this, this God's playground. Uh, and then as we get older, it's like our body is slowly starting to prepare to shed this body, to shed and get ready to go back home to our true home, back to the universal womb. So therefore, we want to see that we are nourishing vata dosha, right? The ether and air element, because we're preparing to go back into the ethers. So therefore, the qualities of ether and air, you can see air is wind, so space and wind, those qualities will start to creep up inside more. So we want to give give it what it needs to stay more balanced. So that's why it's important that we take care of our bones. So it's really good after the age of 65, for women in general, uh, at all ages, but especially over 65 to every day, take a handful of sesame seeds as that will nourish, uh, give us the calcium for our bones and to take in uh, some foods and things that will support our ojas. Our ojas is like our the, the essence of Kapha which is more the earth uh, element. It's also like our super immunity. 
So using ghee in our food, about a, a teaspoon or so in our, per meal, um, using good quality honey, eating basmati rice, making sure we eat all our foods uh, that are warm and cooked for, especially for older age, because there's more ether and wind in our system. So therefore our digestive fire goes down, the agni goes down. So we want to make sure we eat only warm foods and with a little bit of oil, not too much. And even the quantity of food we need is much less. So when we're, when we're older, then even, uh, one meal per day could be enough. If we have a good warm meal at lunchtime and perhaps just a, a light supper in the evening, like a soup and some basmati rice, just to, in a small amount, because we're not, we're starting to lighten up. So the body doesn't need as much food as when we're more in our, our, our thirties, where being more active and there's more of this, this fire element in our system. So, but still having some juiciness, bringing that in in the form of ghee um, and good quality milk, both almond milk and cow milk um, and almond milk, so that we're having this good form of milkiness coming in to nourish our ojas and to do the abhyanga, the warm sesame oil uh, massage making sure, especially of course, when we're older, that we won't slip. So making sure that you have like an anti-slip mat in your shower and that you wipe your feet um, thus before you go in the shower. But this oil massage is so great for especially older age, because that's when we're in the, our time of life of uh, Vata Dosha. So that's why the, the skin dries out, everything starts to become more dry. So the warm fluids and warm oil massage will support that. And in the yoga practice, it's important to move in a fluid way. So not moving in a fast way, uh, doing any kind of uh, hopping or jumping that creates this, this uh, strain on our joints, but moving, just doing very slow and fluid sun salutations so that we're still strengthening our muscles a little bit, but not not too much and not too little. So it's just enough to to feel that the body is being lubricated through this this fluid movement. So it's also nice to do these movements like spinal and and if somebody is limited in uh, their physical movement, they could also do this on the chair, sitting on the chair, inhaling, taking the arms up, exhaling, taking the arms down and bowing forward. Inhaling, coming halfway up, giving this lengthening to the spine. The exhale, we bow forward again. The inhale, you take the arms up again, and the exhale back to the heart. So you could do sun salutations, also sitting in a chair and doing some spinal uh, uh, waves of resting the hands on the on the lap and on the inhale, lengthening the spine. And on the exhale, rounding the spine and giving, giving highlight, shining light on using a nice fluid, slow breath, breathing in and out through the nose. And also sitting on the chair, doing some twists on every exhale. You twist a bit and doing more often. So repeating these movements so that you're waking up a sense of this fluidity, which will activate 
the the water system in our body, which we have not as much of in at an older age, and therefore using ghee in our food and doing oil massage will bring the those qualities of juiciness in. And um, and also resting in in shavasana in corpse position after every uh, after you've done some movements, and this is really like the the king of the yoga postures. Um, both sitting, so making sure that when we do uh, some meditation, contemplation, or sitting with the eyes closed, making sure that we sit comfortable. So because the hips will be a weaker spot when we're older, giving really some lift, so sitting on a high pillow that the hips are higher than the knees, and perhaps even taking a bolster underneath the knees will also support uh, the whole pelvic area. And... Um, and when we go into corpse position, this is a really beautiful time to embrace this time of life to, to, let's say, uh, gracefully enter that space of, of death that will be coming one day. And that's exactly what Shavasana is for, to take on the position of a corpse so that we can become, feel safe with dying. Um, and of course, especially the older we get, that's why our spiritual practice is so important so that we can remember that, uh, when it's time to leave this body, that we're going home, that there is, that we can feel safe with dying, that we can, uh, rest in a beautiful deep peace that is already inside of us so that when it is our time to take our final exhalation, that we can do it from a place of having fully enjoyed um, th this, this walk of our life that we have fully enjoyed, uh, the four pillars of life being the Dharma, Arta, Kama, and Moksha. So how having lived this life fully, uh, and, and joyfully and learned the lessons we were meant to learn and enjoyed all the wonderful food, maybe our grandchildren, maybe all these loved ones, and that we can then go into our, our maha moksha, our, our big liberation of releasing this body from this place of beautiful, deep peace, feeling kind of like you've been to a wonderful party and you've had a great time. And then when your body feels so nice and tired from having had a big, long, fruitful day and a big party, just imagining that you can then rest and say, ah, oh, this was so great. And now I'm going home and I'm going to rest. So that from that place we can uh, practice going home to our big home from a place of such enjoyment that we've had a wonderful time here on this earth plane. And then we can go to rest so that we can remember that this is a beautiful play and that when it's time for the play to end, that that is not the end. That is simply an end to this particular play. So using the these later stages of life as the time to go more inward, to remember, to reconnect, to realize that which we always have been from the moment that we came into birth into this older body that has maybe... Uh, broken some bones, maybe has a few more wrinkles on it than when it came in, and yet the essence is still exactly the same. So 
I hope this is helpful and uh, that you can pass this on either for yourself or pass it on to your your mother, your father, anybody who is uh, open to, to hearing it. So that we can, and with that, even for ourselves, no matter what age we are, when we can go into Shavasana of this place of uh, preparing to die in, in this very beautiful, graceful way, we will then live our our alive, awakened moments with so much more joy, with so much more gratitude, uh, with so much more aliveness, because we will be so grateful for being alive. Uh, as many of us, we forget to be grateful that we're alive and we tend to just complain about all the aches and pains of the body, all the, the stuff going on in the world that we don't like, and we, the stuff we don't like going on with our family, with our friends, or, or with ourselves. But to take a moment to pause, which is what Shavasana gives us, to go in and to remember to be grateful. Because life really is all about how you wish to see it. So the choice is up to us of how we want to look at life. So thank you for listening and namaste. Namaste.